Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friends, guess what? Today we're going to talk about refunds and refund requests and how to handle them. Now, this is something that I get asked a lot of questions on, and I wanted to share with you guys my philosophy on this, which I think has served my business really well, and I think it'll serve your business very well as well. So there's a few things that I want you to know about refunds, how I approach thinking about it. And I'm also going to tell you exactly how I recommend handling a refund request conversation that I think is going to give you so much clarity and confidence as a coach. So let's jump right in. Very first thing I want you to know about refunds is that when somebody asks you for a refund, that is not a bad thing. Nothing has gone wrong. It is not a problem. It doesn't mean you're a bad coach. It doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean anything. It just means you run a real business and not a hobby. Okay. Here's the thing. Refund requests will always happen no matter what, no matter what kind of business you're in. If you have a big enough volume of clients coming your way, if you have a big enough volume of humans that you are transacting with, right? So in any other business, refund requests would be completely normal. And they are also normal in the coaching business. And I think it's easier to kind of take it a little bit more personally because it it is such a personal, right? Intimate kind of business where you're really getting to know another person's brain. But still, I really, really want to normalize refund requests. Like uh, when it happens to you, maybe for the first time, even if it's not for the first time, there can be an illusion of like, oh, I'm the only person this is happening to. I must just suck as a coach or whatever. It is not true. It literally happens to everyone. And the more clients you have, the more it'll happen, right? And hopefully it's a minority of cases, right? If it's like you're getting tons of refund refund requests all the time, there's probably a different problem that we want to be, you know, curious about and solve for. But if it happens once in a while, it's completely normal. So please know that nothing has gone wrong. All it means is that you have a real business and that's a good thing. So I just wanted to say that nothing has gone wrong. (laughs) You're okay. Your business is okay. The second thing I want to tell you is to not set a refund policy out of fear. I get asked lots of questions about refunds and how to have like what people ask me, Hey, Simone, what's your policy? What kind of refund policy should I have? And the thing is, there's no one perfect refund policy. However, there can be quote unquote, wrong reasons for setting one. And a lot of times people can set these policies out of fear, right? So I'm going to have this refund policy because, you know, people are not going to want to buy without a refund guarantee, right? So if you think that, for example, that's a policy that's set from fear of people not wanting to buy, right? Or if you say, okay, I'm going to have an ironclad, no refunds under any circumstances policy, because if I have this policy, then no one will ever ask for a refund and I won't ever have to deal with that, right? That is also a policy set from fear of a scenario where somebody's asking you for a refund, right? 
A refund policy is not going to prevent awkward situations or uncomfortable emotions from happening. Those things will arise no matter what, 100% if you're doing business on planet Earth as a human, (laughs) right? A refund policy's job is not to make life perfect or to make sure every client is happy ever, forever, right? Instead, the job of a refund policy is to express the values that your coaching business represents, right? The vision that you have for what your coaching container is and where your client is going so that when you share the policy, your client can be informed and your decision-making can be guided in an intentional way. That is the function of it, not to protect you from awkward situations, right? So have a policy that is rooted in love in power, in abundance, as opposed to fear or defensiveness. I will not tell you exactly what that looks like because it's different for everyone, but I will give you two examples of what I think of as like the two extremes of refund policies. One refund policy on one extreme is like no refunds, no matter what, right? Like no exceptions, just no refunds ever. (laughs) That's one policy. And the other extreme of, of this is I'll just give, give refunds to whoever asks anytime, no questions asked. Like, I'll just give it to you no matter, you know, totally always willing to give them. Neither is good or bad or better or worse. It all depends on the underlying reasons and your underlying intentions and whether you like them and can stand by them. Right? So, for example, let's examine one end of this. If you have, if you want to have a, you know, ironclad, you know, zero refund policy, why is that? Do you like your reasons for it? Are those reasons in alignment with your business's highest values? Is it to protect you in your interest as a business owner? Or is it to empower the client to show up with a 100% commitment for themselves and to take responsibility for their decisions? Right? Or do you say that it's what I just said, which is to empower the client and da 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 but really it's to protect you, <laughs> Right? And that's okay if that's true, but be honest with yourself about it. And if there is like fear or scarcity coming up, that's probably worth coaching yourself on so that you can still have the same policy, but not from a kind of defensive, fearful place. And of course, you can go far in the opposite direction, right? And you can have a client's can ask for a refund whenever, and I'll just give it to you. No questions asked anytime. If that's your policy, Are you doing that out of respecting your client's desire and agency and knowing that you always have enough? Or is it out of fear of having potentially difficult conversations, right? Is it out of fear of allowing discomfort and tension in a coaching conversation where the client might have negative thoughts about you because of what you'll make it mean about you, right? Because then if your lack of confidence that you can coach from a genuinely unattached, neutral, clean coaching space, when somebody might be experiencing uncomfortable thoughts and feelings about you, that's something that you want to work on as a coach, right? So know your reason or you, your policy can be somewhere in between where you just, it's, it's situation dependent, right? So for each time, examine your reasons and make sure that they feel like they're really in alignment with the highest vision for your business, highest vision for who your client is and who you are. Okay. So no policy, like I said, is going to completely prevent refund requests. No policy is going to, you know, guarantee that everybody's happy all the time. However, you can have a policy that is truly 
informed and guided by your highest values. And that is really going to make all of the difference. So now I'm going to tell you here exactly how I recommend handling a situation if a client were to ask you for a refund, how to have that conversation. And now I'm speaking mainly in the context of one-on-one coaching here, because that's where a lot of these conversations come up. And so if you are not selling one-on-one coaching, you can still kind of get the gist, sort of the energetic point of what I'm saying here and apply it to your decision-making in business. So step one to handling a refund request is to check your energy. Okay. It's often that the client will come in to have that conversation with you expecting like a confrontation, right? Or if not a confrontation, at least like they'll expect you to kind of like question them from a skeptical place, right? Think about all the times that you've asked for a refund for whatever. It could be a consumer product, right? Asking for a refund is not the most fun activity in the world. And especially if it's something as personal and intimate as coaching, consider the fact that even deciding to come and talk to you about it in the first place was probably a really hard decision that for them to make, a vulnerable one, to, to even open that conversation. And they're most likely in a state of a bit of anxiety or fear. We've all had experiences with, you know, customer service, or at least I have, right? Maybe there's been times when I'm on the phone with like a bank or something, like a 1-800 number, right? And then I've had experiences of like, okay, I need something from them and they're being really difficult. I have to like really put my foot down to get what I want, right? <laughs> we Most of us have had experiences like that. And there comes a point where you're like, okay, like I want to, for me to get really what I want, being nice is not going to cut. I have to put my foot down, right? And that might be unconsciously what your client is expecting for you to kind of get into a fight with them, for them to like have to get into an energy of confrontation that is not what a coaching relationship feels like, right? And as a coach, there is no reason whatsoever at all that we should ever get into a kind of fighting energy with our clients. So here's the thing. Your clients may show up in anxiety and, you know, whatever fear they probably will. So have compassion for it. And first thing you want to do is make sure you are in a calm, grounded, loving energy. Because listen, this is going to allow you to do, to do the most important thing that can make or break a refund conversation, which is to be on their side. When a client brings that to you, be on their side as a human being, not just as your, as their coach. Think about how you would feel if you were their sister, their best friend. That's what I mean by being on their side. And it's sometimes easy for us coaches to see our clients as objects of coaching, right? Like, okay, you bring me a problem. Let me coach your mind on that, right? But listen, clients are human too, especially when they're in this vulnerable state. They want to be met and cared for as humans. Care about them as humans more than and before you care about keeping your money. And that'll create such a more powerful experience for both of you in that situation. So I want you to literally stop, pause, and check your nervous system, ground yourself in your power and in your love, and see your client as a human being who's having a difficult experience and feel the love and care in your heart for them. Now, and that's step one. And that also doesn't mean like feel pity for them, right? Or go, oh, poor you. Let me review, relieve you of this discomfort as fast as possible. That's, when, that's not what I mean. What it really means is not making this be about your ego, not putting the problem solving above the humanity of your client so that you can truly show up 
without attachment in service of them. So that's the first thing. Check your nervous system state first. Second, when you're feeling grounded, right? Ask if they're open to chatting about it or if they've made up, made up their minds. Sometimes they'll tell you, they'll say, Hey, I'd like a refund, but I'd like to talk about it. Right. Or they'll say, I've made up my mind, you know, but if they haven't told you, just ask. Right. And one really useful policy is never coach without consent. Right. If they've already hired you, the consent to coach anytime is implied. Like I'm your coach. You hired me now. Like my job is literally to coach you. I have your consent. However, if the client is asking you for a refund, it's possible that they've already withdrawn consent or not. You literally don't know until you ask. Right. So the thing is when you ask to chat about it, right? If, if they would consent to chatting about it and they sense that you are genuinely coming from a place of caring about them. And caring for them and genuinely not attached to keeping the money, they will want to open up and chat. Why not? Right. And here's some, some things I have said in the past and really meant in my heart. Like I might have said, said something like, listen, like even if you take the refund and exit the coaching relationship, like that's, I'm totally willing to do that. And also right now I'm still your coach. And I want to help you make a decision that you feel amazing about. That's my job as your coach, right? If you want to discontinue coaching and take the refund, I want you to feel amazing and empowered about doing that. And if you do decide to stay, I want you to feel amazing and empowered about that too. So let's talk about it, right? Is there any part of this that doesn't feel amazing and empowering? If so, I'll help you. Let me coach you on it. Whatever the decision is, I will support you. Like my only interest is in helping you make the decision and to feel amazing about it, right? So I have said this in the past. And when you are genuinely, again, I'm going to repeat this. When you're genuinely coming from a place of being completely and happily willing to give them their, their money back, and you're genuinely just looking out for what's in their best interest and genuinely from an emotional place of being on their side, they can feel it. And it'll create the trust and safety that is so necessary for a conversation like this to go well. Okay. So after you open up the conversation that way, here's what happens next. You coach them. (laughs) As coaches, we only ever do one thing, one thing only, which is to help the client get clarity on what they want and help take steps towards it. Okay. I guess that's two things, but we only do these two things ever over and over. One, help the client get clarity on what they want. Two, we help them take action towards it. That's it, right? So that's what you do then, okay? So what is the client truly wanting when they say, I want a refund, right? Like what's really going on? What's, you know, happening in their lives? Completely remove your own agenda or your thoughts about, oh, I know what's best for them and get curious and coach. I want to tell you a story about what has happened in the past. For me, a client who I've been working with for a good while came to me asking for a refund and she was willing to talk about it. She was open to talking about it. And so we started talking and coaching. And what happened was she had experienced so much growth. And in that process, she was experiencing a ton of painful emotion. You know how it tends to be with growth. It's like involves a lot of uncomfortable emotion. And her brain thought, oh my gosh, these emotions aren't fun. Like, how do we make these uncomfortable emotions stop? Oh, let's like stop coaching. 
coaching is making us do all these horrible things that make us go out of our comfort zone. It's painful. So if we stop coaching, we can turn off the discomfort, right? So, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I coached her hard, right? I was like, listen to me. This is, I'm not giving you a refund. Here's what's happening in your brain. And then, and I was able to go into that, that place because of the relationship we already had, right? And at the end, she had such an amazing transformation from the way I coached her. And she was like, you know what I realized? I've always been a quitter. I always quit when things get hard. And because you coached me, I realized this is the one time where I'm going to be like, no, I'm not going to quit on myself anymore. And that changed everything for her. And she, you know, much later, she accomplished so many amazing things. She hit goals that she that were beyond what she could imagine for herself in the beginning. And she thanked me specifically for that conversation where she asked for a refund. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? And and she also said that she grew so much as a coach because she saw me being willing to risk the relationship and stand up for her dreams um, and not just be like, oh, here's your money, just to avoid the conference confrontation. So she saw that modeled and now she can do the same for her clients and be hold a neutral loving space because of it, right? So another way to open this conversation is something like asking something like, you know, okay, let's talk about what you really want. Like, do you truly want to not be coached or do you want to be coached? But are you experiencing obstacles that's making it feel difficult? Because I can help you figure those out, right? Because sometimes they truly, truly don't want to be coached and other times they want to be, but, but, you know, their brain is telling them, oh, we're running out of money or we're not making enough progress or some kind of thought error that you can coach them on. You'll be surprised how much you can find out, how far you can go just by genuinely being unattached, being on the client's side and asking questions from a place of neutral, loving curiosity with consent to coach. Now, I'm going to say something that sounds like a complete contradiction of everything I already said. (laughs) There have been times when somebody has asked for a refund where I was like, cool, of course, no problem. Here it is. Send you off with love. Those were times when I, I also had a feeling that it truly wasn't the right fit for them at the time. And I want you to hear me when I say this, your coaching can be wonderful and your client can be wonderful. You can put two wonderful people together and not have it be the most wonderful fit at a particular point in time. Kind of like dating, right? You can like go out a little bit, not entirely hit it off. It doesn't mean that you're a horrible person or they're a horrible person. It just means it wasn't the best fit for this time. That is a thing. Does not mean something has gone wrong. Okay. So when something is not a great fit, I want you to know that your brain is going to want to find blame and fault, right? Like you might try to blame and find fault with the other person. Like, oh, they weren't being coachable. They just weren't committed, blah, 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 which is making them wrong. Or you can shift that blame and fault inward and blame yourself and say, it was my fault. I failed them. I suck. They were, I failed to impress them, da, 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 right? Just know that every time your brain thinks there needs to be blame and fault to be attributed somewhere, that's a thought error. If it's, what if nothing went wrong? It was nobody's fault. Two people tried a thing and it just didn't work out. And that's how life is sometimes. And it's totally fine, right? So when I feel, yeah, this is probably not the best fit. No problem, right? Here's your refund without coaching them. It's because 
again, I knew that that was the right thing to do. So how do I know the difference between when I should do that or when I should offer to coach them and coach them hard, really fight for them, whatever. I cannot tell you a hard and fast rule. I use my coaching intelligence and my intuition and I weigh the context, right? And I have developed a trust in my own coaching intelligence and my own intuition. And for the most part, they have served me really well. I want you to have it as a goal to both have the grace and the sufficiency to always be willing to give a refund with love, but also have the backbone as a coach to be willing to coach a client hard if there's consent to do so. If you truly feel that, oh, this is literally just their brain just sabotaging them and I just need to you know, stand up for their goals and for the commitment um, that they made in the beginning of the coaching relationship, right? Sometimes I feel very clear based on my relationship with them and based on what I know of them, where they are in their minds. And other times I don't pretend to know what's best for them because I don't. And I go into the conversation with an open mind. So this, these are the principles that you want to root yourself in right? Have the abundance and the grace and the sufficiency of like, you don't want to be like clasping at your money being like, I can never give this back. Or if I give it back, it means something has gone wrong. Right. But at the same time, notice if any part of you is like not wanting to have that conversation because you don't trust yourself to genuinely care about them and advocate for them from a place of completely being, you know, divorced from your own ego agenda. Hope that makes sense. So that is how I handle refund requests. And I really have been thanked for how the client ended up feeling at the end of that conversation, right? Regardless of whether they stayed or whether, you know, we said goodbye for the time, right? It's, I think the best possible outcome is when they leave the container feeling like, man, that coach is amazing. Like I would love to work with them again. If given the chance, I'd be so happy to refer them to my friends. If anybody needs a coach, like, that's a beautiful outcome. Can you always have that outcome 100% of the time? No, because again, this is business concerning human beings and sometimes it can get messy, which again is also okay, right? There's no way you're going to do business with lots of people and ensure that everybody's going to, you know, have only pleasant emotions, right? But for the most part, the principles that I introduced in this podcast have led to really beautiful, mutually enriching relationships. And to me, that's what business is all about. So I'm going to drop one last sort of simplest, most pragmatic advice I can give about refunds, which is really important, which is always, always, always have enough money in your bank account to be able to give refunds if anyone were to ask for it. Let's say if you have 10 clients, always have enough money in your bank account to be able to give a refund no problem if one or two out of 10 were to ever ask for a refund. It doesn't mean you like expect that they will. It doesn't mean you like live in fear of, okay, somebody's going to ask for a refund. I have to be ready to give it back anytime. But it's here's why. You never, ever, ever want to enter a conversation about a refund from a place of, oh crap, I don't have the money to give it to them. You never want to be in that place. You always want to be in sufficiency and you want to know that all of your needs are taken care of and that you giving the refund is not going to harm you. And it's like such a disempowering place to be, to like be afraid of anyone asking for a refund because you don't have the money 
to give it back. So don't spend all your, all of your coaching money, all of your revenue. Make sure that you ha- you're setting aside enough for expenses. And sometimes those expenses include refund requests. And it's really smart to be just p- be prepared, be smart, not because it's going to happen all the time. It won't. But when it does, you can enter that conversation with total sufficiency, with total, you know, sufficiency abundance, like you're taken care of, you know, you have the money. You do not want to be in the opposite situation. So, okay, that is all of the ideas and wisdom that I have to impart on the subject of refund requests. I hope that was helpful. I hope this helps you create beautiful relationships. And I hope this helps you show up in greater, more generous service of everyone that encounters your business. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.